1: KDOW. KDOW, streaming now on smart and radio.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. news and market commentary here's rob black on the bay area's business leader 1220 kdow
2: welcome in rob black and your money i'm gonna talk all things financial money investing more markets open higher In the face of massive job cuts, we've now wiped out all the jobs that we've created in the last 11 years. Boom, just like that, and it took all of 45 days or less. Easy come, easy go. There is a slew of bad news out there, and the markets are settling in. You know, we're down 1%. We're not down 6%, 7%. They're settling down. It may not feel like it but they're settling down. Reopening the economy should prioritize healthcare needs or should they prioritize the economic needs? I think I'm going to stay out of that debate and let most people come up with their own thoughts on that one so as to not get, how shall we say, involved. Um, Boeing and McDonald's lower today. It kind of tells you that it's kind of a, a widespread, eh, we're not quite out of the woods yet. I think that's a fair statement to say again and again and again. We're not quite out of the woods yet. It's starting to feel like it. Boeing down 4%, the Dow down less than 1%, McDonald's down 2%. Um, financials right now are in the process of reporting earnings. Over the next couple of weeks, we're going to get some big companies that have exposure to China. They've got manufacturing in China. And then we're going to hear healthcare companies. It's this is a good time. This is a time where you could learn a lot. Weekly jobless claims hit 5.2 million. Wow, that's if you were to tally up the four week total. This is a grim number, and I, I snickered and I laughed because when I look at it, I can't believe it. The four week total hit 22.03 million. Holy mackerel. You know how many jobs we created from two thousand after 2008, 2009 until today? 22 million, and we've wiped out 22 million. That's a lot of economic damage. Stocks started the day off shrugging off those numbers. I'm hearing there is a ton of mess in the small business loans being dished out. And that they ran out of money way too fast, way too soon, and people are upset. That's a mess. Goldman Sachs is saying, hey, we're paying real close attention to timelines, and we're studying countries. German Chancellor Angela Merkel said small stores will reopen next Monday. Schools will restart in May. Okay. I know nothing about Germany. I can find Germany on a map. I couldn't name five cities in Germany. I think I have the capital down, but I'm not going to say it just in case I'm wrong. I'm hoping it's Berlin. (laughs) But you see where I'm going out with this. The plans to reopen the country are close to being finalized, so says Donald Trump. We will soon be sharing details and new guidelines with everyone. Mike Pence, the vice president of the United States, has been talking to the governors of all the states, and he seems to be a better liaison at it than, say, Trump, who is a little bit more combative. That's good news. Cudlow seems to handle a lot of Donald Trump's financial news headlines on CNBC and Bloomberg. So you kind of see he has got these, and Mnuchin as well. He's got the people that you know don't cause as much friction as he does. Bed Bath and Beyond up twelve percent. Woohoo! They handily beat expectations. Doesn't it feel good to talk about stocks? It does for me. Same-store sales, SSS as we call them, decreased 5.6%. So we're seeing yesterday retail sales down about 8%. That's a big number. I know you're saying, well, with everything that's shut down, no, no, you're talking about a key move total. Airline shares are falling today as investors are digesting the use of government aid and what it's going to look like. United Airlines shares falling. American Airlines off as well. A lot of people are saying, here's the stocks to buy. Anything that you're using right now in your home, buy the stocks that they make, whether it be Netflix, whether you're on your computer a little bit too much, whether so it's Apple or Microsoft, whether it's the food groups you're eating, Procter & Gamble, Kraft, um now craft goes by a more virtuosos name uh Mondele. but that's what you should be buy- it well no let's pull that one back and i'd say that's what you should be buy- buying but that's what's working right now anything that you're consuming at home i know it sounds pretty simple and it is pretty simple Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. 516 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Cloud stocks are doing real well. I saw Verizon picked up a company called Blue Jeans, And I'm like, okay. I'll bite. What does Jeans do? And they do video conferencing. So I like seeing that Verizon was able to look around, see that Zoom is doing really, really well. And Verizon said, you know what? We can buy a company right now. And they did. That's a little economic activity. I like it. I like it. Um, <clears throat> Cloud stocks are doing pretty well right now, and a lot of analysts like them. And I'll throw out some names for you, and then you can do the homework to find out if they're appropriate for you or not. Workday, ticker symbol D A Y. They appear to be a long-term winner from the adoption of software as a service, S-A-A-S. Another one of those terms when you read, you're like, "What software as a service mean? Stocks down 30% from its February spike. Coupa software, ticker symbol C-O-U-P, coop, like we're chicken cooped up. I know, I know. Be careful talking about being cooped up because I might have it better than other people. Trust me. I've learned the Justin Bieber lesson once or twice in my life. Other web companies and cloud companies, Microsoft, Adobe, Salesforce, Altesian, which you may not have ever heard of, ticker symbol, Team. Viva Systems, V-E-E-V. If you want a list of these stocks, I can't give it to you. You need to go back and listen to the audio through a podcast or something. Appian, a company I don't know well. But they're a low-code automation platform representing a compelling long-term opportunity, according to one analyst day. Cloudfair, New Relic, Zura. New Relic is ticker symbol, N-E-W-R. There's things that are working right now. And there's ways to position yourself. I'm seeing more and more corporations saying, you know, we're going to come out of this a different company. And I could see certainly more streamlined companies and a lot more Americans in the future working from home. Now that we've tried it, we might like it. My children. My children, my children. I love you, my children. Um, I think schools are going to be different. Maybe not for juniors in high school, but for everyone else. it's it, Colleges and high schools and elementary schools are going to do more off-site learning And I like it. And letting parents know what the homework is and having parents help with things like Google Classroom, I could see that sticking a little bit. Now, markets rebounded last week. We're well off our COVID-driven lows. How's that for a fun phrase to say? Credit spreads have retightened. Markets are mistaken that the worst isn't over, in my opinion. The news is going to get worse economically, and that's where you get into valuations, stupendous uh, stimulus will help us. Stupendous. How's that for a big word of the day? (laughs) Stick with me. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com.
1: Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. It's
2: this is little Gwen Stefani bringing us back from break. Who is it? Oh, LP. Gosh, it sounds like Gwen Stefani to me. Um, see how rusty I am at music right now? I'm a really little sad because I think, you know, i right now. One of the things we're hearing is sports aren't coming back with crowds until mid-2021. I don't know. I think obviously some states are going to do things differently. I don't know how the NHL, NFL, NBA, MLS all are able to pull off something along the lines of getting their employees, their players in different locations. Um, especially when California would be a hotspot and New York would be a hotspot and one of their 10 franchises in those areas. We'll see. But that's probably the most discouraging thing, because I was starting to get to a point in my life where I was spending a little bit more on entertainment with my fam, and I miss that. I miss the idea of going to Vegas and seeing Gwen Stefani and telling my kids, what. do you know what a hollerback girl is? Because most of America doesn't know what a hollerback girl is, and I know what a hollerback girl is. She's the cheerleader who's not the lead cheerleader who has to scream back at the cheer, at cheerleader. And Gwen Stefani ain't a holla back girl. Speaking of which, um, children love wrestling, and the WWE has been in the news recently about employee safety and wrestling without fans. And they 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 did it, and they aired it on television, and it was one of the most surreal things you can see. I've now seen soccer matches without fans. I've seen hockey games without fans, and I've seen WWE for a couple of minutes without fans. And for the record, the UFC, the Ultimate Fighting Championships, the you know the, those guys who hit each, each other really hard <laughs> make me cringe every time I see it because don't hit me, please. Um, they still want to fight right now, and they're trying to find like islands that are unincorporated that they can you know stream the fight from, so they don't have to play by government rules fascinating no but wwe fans world wrestling entertainment brothers they're livid with vince mcmahon right now he's fired a lot of the wrestlers oh no that could come back to get you kurt angle drake maverick kurt hawkins carl anderson luke gallows heath slater zach Ryder, and many many more now i throw that out there today because a lot of americans are losing their job We've, gone, we've lost 22 million jobs due to the coronavirus in four weeks. That is stunning. It's even hitting world wrestling entertainers. Fascinating, no? So many, 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 many years ago, I dated a woman named Juliette, and she was a graphic designer. One of her clients was World Wildlife Foundation. And uh, there was the World Wrestling Federation. And guess who won that patent? World Wildlife Federation. (laughs) Just a small little off topic when you share the same initials with a company and, uh, well, you get the idea. Morgan Stanley's profit fell short, but trading beats expectations on market volatility. United States has, our economy has now erased all the job gains since the financial crisis. We are starting to shift towards uh, um, talking about things that might reopen And so far, what I'm hearing is maybe summertime schools um, and colleges. In large part, because they have a younger population who are going to be more tolerant to coronavirus. Um, But anyway, the, the outlooks aren't cheery. And that's as far as I go as far as medical thoughts. When the outlooks aren't cheery, you see companies like Expedia, saying, you know, we won't spend a billion dollars on advertising this year. And last year we spent five billion. Now advertising's one of those worlds where when you close an advertising deal, you tend to get a commission. And you kind of see how this is all starting to link together. Mom and dads used to have, uh, how shall we say, a little reprieve from some of the live enchantment, whether they were enjoying it or their children were enjoying it. That seems to be gone for a while. Verizon's buying a video conferencing company called BlueJeans. I like that as a story because it shows me there's some economic activity happening. Verizon's CEO said in a press release, um, kind of a press release, Not he was on CNBC, but this isn't exactly shocking information. He sees an opportunity to compete with existing video conferencing companies because Verizon's got 5G coming. That's another light at the end of the table where it feels really, really far away right now. But I assure you, there's things that are going to tickle our economy and stimulate our economy. And when we go through a year of bad numbers, the following year is a much easier number to jump over. When you lower the bar, it it leads to good things. It's it's like back in my dating days, and I'm not going to say anything too offensive, but when I'd compromise and go, eh. I just don't want to sit by myself on a Friday night. Sometimes you'd find out, hey, this isn't so bad. You get the idea. We will start seeing easier comparables going forward after we get through devastatingly bad comparables. And the numbers that we're seeing are once in a lifetime. It's been once in my lifetime. And if it happens again, holy mackerel. So Zoom, Slack, Microsoft Teams all have seen an uptick in usage in Verizon saying, I want some of that too. It's a $400 million deal. Okay. I'm not going to get too cheerleader on it, but it's a conferencing call tool. 5G network could help Verizon compete with other carriers. Uh, T-Mobile Sprint obviously pulled together an acquisition just in time for the COVID announcement. So, I feel like they they got kind of lucky on that one because people aren't going to be questioning it for quite a while, so that's out there. Other big stories of note today, Starbucks is prepared to reopen some cafes pretty much so right now they're doing carry out no no, no, not carry out delivery and drive through and they want to tinker with opening up um, some carry out locations in not hot spot areas. And then they said, after we tinker with carryout, we will tinker with getting people in stores. Um, I actually had a thought in the middle of the night that in hindsight, when we look back on this, it, I've been going through my, my expenses, and they're, they're way down. Corporate expenses down, personal expenses down. And I, what I'm going to find out and what everyone's going to find out is we don't have to travel as much for business, and we don't have to travel as much uh, for leisure. Or we may not be allowed to travel from nature, right? Looking back in about a year or two years, if I've been able to dwindle down my credit from 10% of capacity to 4%, I'm going to look back at this year as a financial win. I know that's really tough to say, especially when 22 million people have been laid off in the last month. Um, when, if I don't have to go to concerts, I'm going to save a bundle, but I'm going to live a more boring life. Right. So that's out there. Abbott Labs posted a 16 percent drop in profit. They suspended their forecasts on coronavirus concerns. And yet they're one of the companies that could wildly benefit from COVID-19. Interesting, right? So we have no visibility. We've got an economy that's in free fall. The numbers are going to get worse. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more.
1: Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
2: Welcome back again. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Best during Interesting time to see I've, never done it before. I've gone through a couple of recessions for sure, more than a couple. Um, a lot going on there. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton to talk a little bit about investing in a pandemic. America wants to know, how are you, CFP Chad Burton?
3: Doing very well. And you, you talked about going through recessions, man. We've gone through some stuff together.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. You, that sounds like do, two do college remember- buddies after a road trip.
3: Well, I remember I was on my way to a meeting, and I'm on hold with you, and that's when in the background, I could hear the Pentagon get hit with the with the plane. You remember oh, that, right. nine eleven? Oh, I remember that. And then we through
2: some crazy, crazy times together. A lot of people don't know this, because I was so long ago, but I was live on air for five hours that day, and my studio was about a mile and a half from the Pentagon, so I was able to hear everything on that one, but... Not bragging, but that was a weird day. And I remember getting off the air and just sitting there and just looking for a plane in the sky because <laughs> I was like, where are they? Where are they? Oh, I know. Anyway, let's talk COVID. Uh, what's going on with you right now? Um, you you fair and OK? Oh, excellent. Yeah. So far, family's all
3: healthy. Employees are all healthy. Everybody's working from home. And we already had the technology in place to, to be able to do that. So we are some of the lucky ones for sure.
2: And I think that technology that was in place is is getting nothing but better at this point in time for all corporations. So I think uh, that'll be something we look back on positively. Um, how bad do you think this is versus 2008, uh, this being the current economic crisis?
3: Uh, well, just wait. I mean, the economic numbers that have come out already in terms of retail sales are horrible. I mean, I think like 0, 0809 was something like a 3.9% decline in consumer spending. And this was this last result was over eight. Um, So get ready for some really, really rough economic numbers. I mean, you know, when this all happened back on Friday the 13th on a letter to clients, I was basically telling them, you're going to see the two worst economic quarters in history within the next 12 months. And within the next 24 months, you'll likely see two of the best numbers in terms of gains because you, you know, you get those comparables when we see economic numbers a year from now, they're going to be, you know, look amazing because you're always comparing to the previous year's co- same quarter. Um, but, you know, I mean, it, this is this is rough. It's so specific in terms of what it's hitting, um, you know, in terms of retail sales and restaurants and food and travel and leisure. Um, it's, it's rough. It, the, the immediate economic numbers in this quarter and next are going to be really, really ugly, but they're also more temporary, Um, So, well, I think the market probably came back a little bit too far off the bottom because that was an amazing jump. You know, we rallied 5%, dropped 35%, and rallied back up 25%. And the bond market did nearly the same thing at a smaller level. Um, The most volatile I've ever seen the stock or bond market in a short period of time in the 25 years that I've been doing this Um, But it is different from 2008 and 2009, where the financial system almost collapsed. We've talked about that before. But bank balance sheets were upside down. The credit markets were not working. The entire world nearly went into a global depression because the financial system's almost collapsed. And that's not what's happening now. Everybody's just kind of stopped and reset. And it's going to change the way we shop, the way we travel. It's going to change a lot. But the, the bigger investment themes that I think are out there, Rob, in terms of you know, technology, science, healthcare, it's almost strengthened those types of investments. And looking at some of the stocks, and I'm just, you know, the last couple weeks, I've just been analyzing everything I could in terms of what's cheap, what's sold off too far. And I think a next wave of this is going to be infrastructure spending. There's a lot of industrial stocks, especially on the smaller cap side that Look really attractive for people that you know have the five plus time horizon. Um, smaller companies with a ton of cash on their balance sheet that will definitely benefit from any kind of an infrastructure spending bill, which this country is going to absolutely need. Um, in addition to things like more funding for small businesses to get through this crisis, but well, it will be a little bit different at the end of it all. Um, it's, 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 it's not 2008, and 2009, even though the numbers will be worse. I'm not, you know, it's, it's tough to say. Do you understand what I mean? It's like the economic numbers are going to be worse, but it's not as bad. It sounds funny to say, but that's just really how I believe.
2: Yeah. I think, uh, the stupendous amount of uh, spending lies ahead and that's clearly a positive. Um, our, Governments around the world have been through a recession once or twice before. And they know ideas and concepts. What we're worried about is deflation and depressions versus recessions, per se. Uh, lots going on. Um, real quick, I, I've got a couple questions that I personally have. Someone emailed me recently and said, you know, the RMD situation. What's the RMD situation, required minimum distributions? I know you have some other questions you want me to get to, but that's one that I know a lot of people have right now.
3: Yeah, so there's no, you do not have to take required minimum distributions out of your retirement accounts this year. So that affects, um you know, the, then the rules kind of changed. So in the past it was always once you hit 70 and a half, you had to pull money out of your IRAs, 401ks, 403Bs. Then the rule changed this year to, it was, it started to be 72. But no matter what, the, what your rule you live on, it depends on if you were 70 and a half last year or not, you don't have to take it. And even if you have an inherited IRA, you do not have to take your required minimum distribution and the issue is, is that a lot of people take those in a lump sum early in the year and when you if you did that if you took that lump sum when you take money out of your IRA you actually have sixty days where you could put it back into an IRA and right. wipe out the taxation so you know, that's one of the reasons why we're, why I didn't do a ton of radio in the last couple of weeks is because once that came out, you know, we're going through every single client, making sure that we were redoing their income strategy. If they didn't have to take that taxable income, we replaced it with somewhere else. And if they did take any withdrawals out of their IRAs in the last 60 days, we were rolling it back in to wipe out the taxation so that later on we can focus on Roth conversions. That means their income tax bracket is going to be much lower, but we want to max out their existing bracket. And instead of taking an RMD, we might take that same amount and move it from the IRA to the Roth, pay the taxes on it, but it's going to sit in the Roth and grow tax-free for the rest of their life. And I can tell you one thing from certain from all this, taxes will be higher in the future. We just had trillions of dollars of stimulus. We now know that our health care system is, is pretty broken. So no matter what side of the fence you're on. It's it's going to have to be fixed and changed, and because this is not going to be the last pandemic we deal with. I mean, that's you know, I think where everybody's certain about that. So taxes are going to be higher. I think younger people should be focusing on the Roth 401k instead of the pre-tax 401k, um, and uh, you know, just think about where taxes are going to be in the future.
2: The small business rescue loan program has run out of money. It hit its 349 billion dollar limit. What do you think comes next for that?
3: Well, they're they're already trying to you know negotiate in Congress to get that done. Um, I think, especially you know having an office in, in Vancouver, Washington, right by Portland, Oregon, where that area you know COVID hasn't really hit. There's been, there's very few cases in Oregon and Southern Washington. And most people I know are like, May 4th, we're opening up, we're going back to work. Screw this, is basically what they're saying. And I think gonna, you're gonna start to see revolts everywhere in terms of getting the economy back and going. Um, because these things are too little too late for these businesses, right? Um, it, there's, there's too many uncertainties and unknowns and it's taking too long to get loan docs prepared. I think the, there's only really only two banks that really did a good job at it and are actually distributing money, maybe three. Um, so I think this is going to change into, okay, let's protect the people that really have, um, uh, that, you know, have pre-existing conditions and older people and everybody else needs to get back to work because it's, this is going to end up causing more damage and death and destruction of, of wealth and income and loss of houses and suicide issues and everything else, more death than, than the COVID. Um, so I think... Uh, Yeah, it's it's a little too late, a little too little too late. I think it's just a
2: it's just an odd situation. So hard to have a right answer. Now, you know, I'm a big fan of electronic dance music, EDM, and it's probably something I'm missing most at this point in time. Did you know that there's virtual? Yeah, there's virtual raves going on on Zoom now and you have to pay 50 bucks to get into a stream or Erica Baidu just did one at 10,000 people at a dollar each. Wow. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, there's right. new th- there's new things going on, Chad, that I think are going to help the world economies. Back to yeah, you. Yeah. Um, safe money right now in municipals? Is that what you would be doing? Or where would you be putting safe money?
3: No, no, no. So, I, I, you know, people, I've actually received several emails, Rob, with people that have been listening to us for years. You know, we've been doing radio since 1999 together. And I've always been always an advocate of in retirement, three years worth of portfolio draw should always be in cash because you never know when you're going to go into a situation like this. Um And safe money is FDIC insured or credit union insured or treasury insured. Like it has to be, you know, T bills or FDIC insured bank accounts or CDs. Um, credit union CDs are fine too because they have the the CUNA coverage. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of people holding holding cash in municipal money market funds, and I I just don't want to see something like happened in '08 time frame when that when Schwab fund had a you know broke the buck and people actually had a real tough time getting some of their money back out of certain types of money markets and states are really hurting right now because nobody's out shopping, paying income taxes Taxes, and and, uh, taxes like that. So watch out for this. If if your safe money is an immune money market fund, I would move
2: it to an FDIC insured fund right away. I don't know what's going to happen there. Would you go? And we only have about 30 seconds. Would you go with more than one FDIC fund for safety? A lot of people want to spread their money over multiple banks.
3: Uh, A lot of times you don't need to. Like we have a a company we use, Flourish, for FDIC-insured accounts for clients. It insures up to $2 million of FDIC insurance coverage. But if you have a trust or a joint account, it's $250 per per person. And in a living trust, if you have... You and Got your it. spouse and two kids, that's a million dollars of FDIC insurance coverage in one account. So you don't need to spread it out as much people as you can. People can
2: find you at Newfocusfinancial.com. You are open for business. You do look at portfolios, you do help people with retirement. Newfocusfinancial.com.
3: And I ain't trying to mess with your self-expression, but I've learned a lesson that's stressing and obsessing about somebody else is no fun. And snakes and stones never broke my brain.
1: Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
2: I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I was just talking to CFP Chad and I had to cut him off a little bit because it's a very hard clock. Um, I had a lot of questions and I wanted to get to them, and I'll get to them in the future, but... Right. Where should safe money be? Um, Are banks safe right now? Are they viable? Are you still in business taking clients? He is. You know, that's some company I'm certainly tied to. Costs have come down big for corporations, travel budget. Like there's, there's pluses and minuses in almost everything we're doing right now. One of the craziest things I'm seeing is some of the new ways of trying to do business. Uh, funeral homes are setting up zoom teleconferences. That's kind of odd. And yet people are paying real money to go into virtual zoom nightclubs again. Doesn't surprise me. People are lonely. People want to dance. People want to dance in their home. People want to put on costumes. I get it. Um, how about virtual whiskey tasting? <laughs> sounds kind of right up my alley these days, but a lot going on. Interesting in the world of corporate news, Facebook is going to start warning people who like or react to fake coronavirus news. Doesn't that seem weird? Okay, so let's say you like, there's a COVID story that, you know, um, people with red hair seem to get it faster than anyone else. And you go, well, thank goodness I don't have red hair. And you put a big thumbs up on it. Well, Mark Zuckerberg's going to come back to you and say, you know, hey, just so you know, we figured out that that's fake news. Why is it there in the first place is my question. And if you can figure out that it's fake news, why is it still there? Why are you waiting for me to like it? It just seems complicated and convoluted as a solution. Facebook has said they've removed hundreds of thousands of pieces of COVID-19 misinformation that could lead to physical harm of people. Isn't isn't Facebook supposed to be, I don't want to look at your, show me pictures of your really ugly children, but I'm not going to really like them and I'm going to make fun of them. One of my friends trying to remember back to good days, uh had an apartment in San Francisco and <laughs> he and his girlfriend did the funniest thing. They would put pictures of ugly babies on their refrigerator. They would look for really, really, really ugly babies and they'd put them on their refrigerator and friends would come over like, oh. Who's asking to get my cousin? And people go, Yeah, your cousin's kind of cute. <laughs> I like that kind of stuff. Small business rescue loan program hits $349 billion limit. What's going to happen is the federal government's going to probably print more money. I was talking to my producer at a break and I said, My prediction for the future is we'll spend more money. Um, the next administration's probably going to come up with some initiatives to help people with red hair beat COVID. They're going to come up with initiatives of don't pay back your college debt for a year. They're going to come up with, don't pay your rent for a year. The next administration, the ripple effects of this economy, the economic fallout, are going to be expensive. But has it led to hyperinflation? The answer so far is no. Chad kind of hinted at, I know for certain taxes will be higher in the future. I don't. That's one area where I'm not going to say we disagree, but I'm going to pass on that one. In large part, it's tough to get tax increases through. The last time I really, really remembered, it, well, it's tough to get meaningful tax hikes through, where you're going to be able to tackle a trillion-dollar spending package or a $2 trillion spending package. So my assumption is that our country dies with a lot of debt. Earlier in the show, I talked about dating a graphic designer 25 years ago who used to do work for the World Wildlife Fund. Um, her dad taught me something. Literally, she was like the high school, the college girlfriend who was like right after and he was worried I was going to marry his daughter kind of thing and pulled me aside. He said, just wanted to let you know you're always going to have debt. I'm like, that's an interesting thing to say. Like you could have said, take care of my daughter. You could have said like, you know, um, don't get married too fast. He said, you're always going to have debt. And I said, what do you mean by that? He said, you're always going to have mortgage debt. You're always going to have debt. It's just, it's a fact of life. He said, it's something I've learned. I'm passing it on to you. I don't think he's all that wrong. The US economy has raised nearly all the job gains that we've created in the 11 years since the financial crisis. Airbnb hosts feel the crunch of the government bans to stop coronavirus tourism. I don't have an opinion on that. I kind of feel bad that some people have bought homes and their idea was to turn them into rentals, and then, well, that fell through. It doesn't seem exactly fair, but tourism is grinding to a halt regardless. Big winner today, NVIDIA. Again, I I enjoy talking to my younger producer because he's kind of getting into it, and he's more of a, a video gamer than I am, but he was like, hey, AMD's doing well. AMD and NVIDIA. What are they? They're stocks that would benefit from you and me staying at home. On the downside is they're companies that make semiconductors for video games, For video game consoles, for autonomous cars, servers, they're a little bit bigger than just video game companies. But there's a pretty good chance, while we're at home, we're spending more money on video games and the experience of video games. I saw the Super Nintendo uh, NES, is it called? Um, Sold out. S-N-E-N-S console. It sold out through the summer. Can't get more of them. I got one I could sell you for a million dollars. I know you're saying, jerk. You know I am. Airlines as a group are getting hit today. Uh, Alaska air down 7%. American Airlines down 7%. United Airlines down 9%. The markets aren't getting that beaten up. So, again, we're being very selective about companies that we want to punish at this point in time. Um, I don't have any interest in owning a legacy airline. I just don't. Um, If I were to own any at this juncture, it would be someone like Southwest who has a history of making money, even in down economies. But I'm going to find something else, to be quite honest with you. Facebook's Libra cryptocurrency is being revamped. That was something that was supposed to happen last year that didn't. Be careful about press releases, right? Boeing down 4.6%, down to 139. As long as it stays below that 100 level, Um, I think a lot of people would consider, hey, that's kind of a market bottom kind of number. And I am seeing more hedge fund type managers say, we've put in our bottom. I'm not saying that. They are. I'm throwing it out there for you. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com.